0: What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from lovestandshere.com, and I'm a life coach, a certified eating psychology coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my worth through him, but also how to cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, living in the world can be really tough, and all too often we're taught beliefs and given messages by a broken society that make us feel like we're never enough and our worth is only skin deep. But I'm here to share some good news. Your worth is not in the world, but in God's beautiful word. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Love ya. There are several topics that came to mind as far as what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, There's been, as you know, so much going on in my life, like spiritually and emotionally and mentally and all of that. And I've just, God's been giving me so much wisdom. I feel like I can actually feel him changing me, which is kind of a cool thing. And, but for the past couple of months, I... I've really been struggling to feel his presence and I definitely, I feel like that broke this past weekend. I feel more raw again, which is what I really love. There's a video that I did, I think back in the spring where I asked the question, have you ever felt so close to God that it just makes you want to buckle over and sob or something like that? And I've been feeling that way for the last... Few days, and I just love that feeling because I just feel so close to God, and I feel so grateful. And it's nice to feel that way because there are seasons like I had been going through, and like I'm sure you've been through, where you know God's promises, and you know that He's there with you, but you just you can't really feel it as much as you can sometimes. So it's always nice to really be able to feel it. It's like a I don't know. It's just such a blessing and I'm so grateful. So again, there are a few things that I wanted to talk about that I will talk about in the future. One of them is guilt and shame. That's a big thing that I've talked about for many years because of something that came up for me after the concert that I just went to. But I do want to spend one more episode talking about depression, and I'm sure I'll talk about it in the future. I know I'll talk about it in the future because it's something that I have struggled with on and off in my life, and clearly it's something that still comes up for me. But as far as right now, I think I want to take one more episode in this series <laughs> to to touch on it because I was reading a blog post and... There was a lot in there that I think is really valuable that I want to share with you. I've really kind of been struggling with my words lately, and I don't know if it's because I'm not writing as much. I, I find that when I am writing, like I used to write really, really long Facebook posts to the point where I had a business coach at one point tell me, you know, you could just make those posts into blog posts because they're so long. So I started writing blogs and i find when i sit down and write that i'm able to speak more effect, more efficiently and i feel like the things that i say hold more value i guess but i could just that could just all be in my head i don't know but anyway this writer did does a really good job of of talking about depression as a christian and i actually thought it was kind of funny cuz i was googling um, seasons of depression as a Christian, because I wanted to get a perspective from another human. And you know how Google gives you suggestions like as you're typing, I was typing it out. And what came up was seasons, (laughs) seasons of depression as a Christmas tree. And I just thought that was so funny. And I am just so like, I'm such a visual person, so anytime I read something, I automatically have a visual in my head, and all I could think about <laughs> all I could think about was a really sad Christmas tree, and it just made me <laughs> so sad. This is how raw my heart is right now, like I could actually start crying thinking about a Christmas tree being sad. it's ridiculous, I know don't judge anyway. I wanted to talk about depression again in this episode above any of the other topics because. Uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of people lately that are struggling now or that have struggled or that just off and on struggle with depression. And I think it's important. And also I'm kind of in a different place than I have been the last couple of months. So I want to talk about that. But also this blog post I found, I was drawn to it because the title of it is too depressed to believe what we know. And that's kind of how I was, that's how I've been feeling in the last couple of months. And I've been so frustrated with myself because I'm like, I know God is good and I know I'm okay and I know I'm safe and I know I'm loved and I know that God has provided for me and he continues to provide for me and I know where I'm going when I die. I have all of these things to be grateful for. So why can't I believe it right now? So that's why I was drawn to this blog post, and I think it would be really helpful. I haven't gone through all of the resources yet, but they look amazing, and I think it'd be really helpful for you if you are somebody who is going through a season like this, or you know somebody who's going through a season like this, or again, you just struggle with it off and on, because there's so much wisdom in just the short paragraphs of the actual blog post. But then it lists 11 different resources in their books and sermons and articles that help us understand what it means to be depressed from a Christian perspective. And it they give encouragement and all of that. And it's just, I think it's great. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can check it out. But there's a couple of things that I want to share from it. And then I want to talk about kind of where I am and I also want to share something that I read this morning in The Word that struck me. So first of all, let me just remind you that if you are in a season of depression, sadness, suffering, grief, whatever it might be, or if you struggle with depression, anxiety on and off, um there is no shame in that. You're not alone. And it really is normal. And I just, I, again, I don't understand. I don't understand the, I mean, I do understand from a psychological perspective and knowing that, like I always say, we're all living at our own level of awareness and we all see the world from a different lens. And if really, if you haven't experienced something, it's very hard to understand. So I know there are a lot of people that for one reason or another haven't experienced depression or their experience of depression hasn't been as deep as maybe ours has, um, but still, I mean, learning to be kind and sympathetic and compassionate towards others, even if you don't understand what they've been through, is really important. Obviously, this is a characteristic of Jesus, and we're trying to be more Christlike, right? So, anyway, it's I don't understand it because, especially as Christians, because the entire Bible is about basically how our world is broken because of sin and how we needed a savior to correct that. And if there was no sin, if there was no brokenness, which causes all of the depression and the suffering and the anxiety and the fear and the sadness and the loneliness and the emptiness, if that wasn't the case, we wouldn't have needed Christ, right? So I, I just don't understand how that can't isn't evident to a lot of Christians, and I say that with all of the love in my heart. <laughs> but just know that your suffering is normal and it makes sense living in a broken world that God didn't create for us, so one of the things that it says in the blog post that I think is really powerful is... There are promises deeper and more powerful than your pain and depression. So we always have that promise. Like I said before, as I've been going through this, I've been kind of frustrated with myself because I know in my head, you know, this hasn't been a mental thing for me. We can think ourselves into periods of depression and anxiety and fear, but this is not a mental thing for me. I think all of the things that I'm supposed to think. I've actually gotten pretty good at, um, managing my thought process and pushing out negative thoughts when I have them. And that's not what the season has been for me. So, you know, it's definitely chemical plus spiritual, I believe. And so I was just meditating on the promises of God and it it still, it didn't help. And I was so frustrated because I was like, okay, I know this is true and I know this is true and I know this is true. I know I'm safe. I know I'm I'm all of the things that I mentioned before. So why am I feeling like this? And I think it's just really important that we hang on to that and know that it's always true even when we're feeling the way that we're feeling. And I think probably that got me through it better than I realized it did. It probably could have been so much worse had I not been meditating on those promises, you know? So even if you are struggling, as long as you keep in your mind that God has good for your life and his promises are good, I really think that that is what helps us get through it. And everything else is just, we have to just know that in God's strength, even though the pain is still there and very real, and the emotions are still there and very real, God gives us the grace to get through it. And it's our thoughts and our what we know to be truth that help us move through it with him, if that makes sense. And another thing that's mentioned right at the top of the post is that depression of some kind darkens the door of most Christians. It's a spiritual or emotional fog that stubbornly clouds our hope and happiness. It might last for a couple of hours or for years. It might be brought on by a specific traumatic experience or a broken relationship, or it might be less traceable, more difficult to explain. That's been mine. Some cases are clinical and require special attention, but lots of others are just part of everyday life, in a broken and failing world. And that totally aligns with the word, right? There's so much brokenness. There's so much darkness in the Bible. And how many verses of scripture do we see that mention the contrast between darkness and light? So I hope you let that encourage you that it is normal because I think that the more we embrace something as actual actually normal. And, and also remember the normality of things is different in the kingdom than it is walking as a person of the world. It's usually pretty opposite. What is normal for a person of the world is going to be abnormal for those of us that are trying to be more Christ-like. So everything that the world tells us is normal, we're probably battling in our walk with Christ because we're learning, eh, that's actually not the way I was created. That's not the way God created life. So it's going to feel awful if I continue walking in the way of the world. So the depression as a follower of Christ is normal. And I'm not saying that if you've never felt depression and you are a follower of Christ that there's something wrong with you. Of course not. Um, I just, to me, it just makes sense. It makes sense when we're in a world That is so wrong and so broken, how could you not feel sadness at some point or grief at some point? And when you're in a place where you're really walking this path, you're going to have seasons that feel awful because God is pruning you of the things that you used to know to be true, of the belief systems and the emotions that you used to let control you. So it's going to feel, it's going to feel yucky, right? So I do feel like I'm coming to the other side of this bout of depression. And something that I want to share is still not really sure why it happened, but I try not to ask why too much. I've learned to not do that because I understand that there's so much that is going to happen in our lives that we're not going to get the answers to and trying to figure it out causes a lot of you know it's turtles all the way down. And so I do feel like I have an awareness if nothing else that I need to be even more mindful than I was before about what I'm putting in my body because my body is just, it's felt so strange lately. Like I, I get so much more fatigued than I used to get. And I'm like, I am only 36. Why is this happening already? But like my joints hurt more and I've always been really active and I, I can't seem to even make it through a workout or a run or even like a day at the farm without just being exhausted and my body feeling like lead. And I think it's an inflammation issue. And I've noticed that if I do eat sugar, like if I did have ice cream, then the very next day, I'm so sensitive to it that the very next day I will feel symptoms like inflammation and I my mental health. I'll struggle with my mental health and um, I'll just be sad and my body will hurt and I'll feel really weighed down and I've always been sensitive to sugar, but now it just feels like it's worse And so I'm trying to be really mindful about that and everything else that I'm putting in my body, making sure that I'm supplementing um, the micronutrients that I don't get out of the food that I'm eating. That's something that we really have to pay attention to as well because a lot of the food that we eat that we have access to does not give us the micronutrients that our body needs to function. So that's why I think supplementing is so important. Um, I have supplements, like I said in one of the last episodes. I'm trying some new ones, but I also like um, drinking a superfood shake. I haven't been on top of it lately, which probably doesn't help. (laughs) But that has made all of the difference in my life. And so just... Just something to think about if you do struggle with depression or chronic symptoms of any kind, a lot of it is the stuff that we're putting in our body and understanding that a lot of the 80, 70 to 80% of what we have available to us is actually junk. It really is. And that's not a shame or guilt thing. It's just the way processed food is made. There's nothing in it that is good for our bodies. So... And it causes a lot of disease and it causes a lot of problems. And my biggest recommendation will always be if you struggle with stuff like that and you feel like you're not being heard at your doctor, look for a naturopath. Because in holistic health, they treat you mind, body, and soul. They look at you as an actual person and not as your symptoms. They will talk to you about your lifestyle, about your mental health, about your emotions, and they will actually treat you as a person. They are going to take all of that into consideration and they're not just going to slap a band-aid on your symptoms by giving you medication without actually trying to figure out what's going on underneath. Um, So you can actually heal underneath your symptoms and it doesn't get worse. So that's been a thing. But also, of course, I know that it's been spiritual. I'm sharing Jesus with people and I'm getting more serious about it, so of course I'm going to be attacked. The darkness does not like the light, and whether I like it or not, I am light because I am sharing light, and the world doesn't like it, (laughs) and that's what happens, and if you can relate, my heart is with you. The more light we are, the more we love people, the more compassionate we are, the kinder we are, the more difficult it is to live in this world because the world is not any of those things. We're actually in the book of John in my Bible study right now. And we've been in the book of John for three years. It feels like, (laughs) I think we started back in December, maybe at the end of December, the beginning of January, and we still have not finished it. I think we have two chapters left because, um, we were going at a pretty good clip there for a while, but then, for one reason or another, we haven't been able to meet up as much. So we still have like two chapters left and eventually we'll get through it. But anyway, in John one, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning through him. All things were made without him. Nothing was made that has been made in him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So I didn't realize this until we did the study, but when they're talking about in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, and then he was with God in the beginning, they're saying that the word was Jesus and also Since the word was God, Jesus and God are the same being. And also in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. So Jesus is also life and light. And then at the end, and this is John, I don't know if I said it, but um, John chapter one, one through five, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Let that be encouragement to you that if you are a light, you might suffer with depression, but the darkness will never overtake you. Just like I've been struggling so deeply the last couple of months, and here I am coming out on the other side, having learned something about myself, and I'm sure I will have more things revealed to me that this season was meant to teach me. So in it, it doesn't feel good and you feel like you can't make it through but with God you can and then at the end you learn something and you're better your character is better you're better you've grown up you have more wisdom you can serve your purpose better you can be of service better but please remember just like it says here the darkness has not overcome the light it never has it never will it will always be around us but it will never overtake us like I said before, there is so much reference in the Bible to the contrast between light and dark. Another one is Psalms 119, 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. With the word, we always have a lamp for our feet and a light on our path. And then one of my favorites, Mark four twenty one and 22. He said to them, do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand, for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed, and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. So that's hard. When we are people who are trying to be the light, and we know it's our job to share the light with others, a lot of it is bringing stuff into the light that a lot of people, the world, wants to keep hidden. And so of course, we're going to be attacked. Of course, it's going to be hard. Of course, we're going to feel alone and lonely and empty sometimes because we're doing the hard stuff. But with God's grace and God's strength only, we can absolutely always every single time get through it until the day our job is done. I actually have a tattoo on the back of my arm that is a heart-shaped light bulb for this reason. The whole contrast between light and dark in the Bible has been so significant for me in understanding that my job is to bring something into the world that the world wants to hide. And maybe that's the case with you too. Or maybe you're struggling because you have a lot that you're hiding. You know that you want to be better about sharing the light of the Lord with people and you want to be more Christ-like, but you feel like you can't be open. You can't be transparent. You can't be vulnerable. Because you feel unsafe in this world. And I totally understand that. The world teaches us to feel ashamed and feel guilty about the things that we struggle with. And Christianity does too, religion does. And a lot of people in the Christian culture do because they don't understand what actually being a Christian means. There is no condemnation in Christ. We're all sinners, we all have things that are worth being hidden. But God doesn't want us to hide them because he loves us. And the more that we bring them to the surface, the more we realize that we're not the only ones. And bringing them to the surface is actually what helps us address them, acknowledge them, and heal them. So I know it's hard to share With other people or even just have a conversation with God say it out loud the things that you're struggling with and the things that you might feel shame about but you're never going to stop feeling shameful and stop feeling guilty unless you do say them out loud and you do talk to somebody or talk to God but if you're going to talk to somebody about it make sure like an actual human being make sure it's somebody you trust a brother or sister in Christ that you trust because that's really important too you need to feel safe when you're speaking these things out into the world. Otherwise, just start start journaling or just start having conversations like we do as Christian crazy people with God by ourselves. <laughs> you know, it needs to be spoken out loud and you don't need to feel ashamed. We all have sin. We all struggle with things that we are taught are shameful, that the Bible says are shameful, but we are no longer condemned. We are saved and we are loved and Christ washed us clean with his sacrifice. So if that is why you struggle, if that is why you suffer with depression or anxiety, please know this is something that can be corrected and there are safe spaces. And if you need to talk to me, I am an open ear. I know if you don't know me, of course, you don't feel safe and that's perfectly fine, but just know that I'm here. You can message me on Instagram or email me. Um, But to end this, I actually want to say a prayer. I've never done this before on my podcast, but I think it's really important that I start practicing because praying out loud in front of people has been my biggest fear for so long. So be kind. (laughs) Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you for providing a way for us to experience your light and your love in a world full of darkness. Thank you that because of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, we are no longer responsible to feel condemnation for our sins. Because of this, we are now able to share with each other in our struggles because we know that doing so brings us closer to you and leads to healing. Thank you for the person listening to this message today. I pray that if they are battling depression or anxiety or suffering of any kind, that your hand would be in their process and your promises would be planted firmly in their heart. I pray that they would feel your presence and that they would be comforted by your grace. Give them strength, Father, and remind them that they are loved and accepted exactly as they are. All you ask is that they come to you in their darkness so that you might give them a light for their path. May your peace wash over them. In Jesus' name, amen. That's all for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. And hey, if you don't mind, would you do me a favor and rate, review, and share this message with somebody if you feel like it hit home so we can get these messages out to more people? And also, you can go over to lovestandshere.com if you want to check out my blog posts. And also, if you would like to contact me, if you have any questions or comments or you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can head on over there. You can also follow me at love underscore stands underscore here on Instagram. I hope you have a great week. I love you. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.